Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. What if you had a personal internal guidance system that always provided reliable and accurate information as to what's most in harmony with who you truly are and what is best for you? That's pretty cool, right? Well, author Barbara Berger is my guest today, and she's here to share more about the inner compass, which is a great self-empowerment tool. Are you ready to meet her? Barbara Berger is the best-selling author of The Road to Power, Are You Happy Now?, and The Awakening Human Being, A Guide to the Power of Mind. Her newest book, Find and Follow Your Inner Compass, Instant Guidance in an Age of Information Overload, was recently released in the U.S., the U.K., and many other countries. Barbara works as a coach and a therapist, helping people around the globe come into alignment with their true power. You can find out more about Barbara and her work at beamteam.com. That's B-E-A-M-T-E-A-M.com. Barbara, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you. Thank you. What a wonderful introduction. I'm so thrilled to be here, Karen, once again with you. Thank you. What is the inner compass? I want one. So what is it? (laughs) You have one. That's the cool thing. You have one. (laughs) Um, The inner compass is the word that I use, my symbol for our connection, each person's personal connection to the great universal intelligence. And the inner compass is the internal mechanism within each one of us that tells us very, very clearly and very, very simply whether or not we are in alignment with our true selves, whether or not we are in alignment with the great universal intelligence. And and the way our inner compass does this is through our emotions. We all know that we have a lot of emotions, but we're not always clear about what they really are telling us. But the inner compass is an emotional feeling barometer that tells us whether or not we are in alignment by means of our emotions. So in other words, the better we feel when we feel a sense of ease and flow in our lives, when we feel joy, when we feel passion, when we feel enthusiasm, when we feel gratitude, all these good feeling emotions. They're all signals from our inner compass from within that we are in alignment with who we truly, truly are. You could say we're in alignment with our higher selves, with the great universal intelligence, with the God force within us. And when we feel less than good, when we feel a sense of unease or frustration or irritation or anger or overwhelmment or whatever, these all these negative feeling emotions. They are, again, all signals from within that we're out of alignment, that we're off course, that we're doing, saying, thinking things which are not in alignment with our higher selves, not in alignment with the great universal intelligence. So that's, in a nutshell, what the inner compass is. And so we all, each one of us has our own inner compass because we all have emotions. So it's pretty cool. It's challenging, though, because I think so many of us have, maybe we don't feel our emotions clearly or have a hard time defining them. For some of us, especially empaths, it's 
can be hard to know if we're feeling our feelings or someone else's feelings. How how can we untangle that so that we really can be using that inner compass? Well, first of all, I think it's really important to understand that we, first of all, from childhood, most of us have been programmed not to under, so we, we haven't been taught from an early age that our feelings matter. We haven't been taught the true significance of our feelings. So everyone knows they have feelings, as you say, but, but we haven't been taught the true significance of our feelings. I mean, how many people had a mother or father who said to them, you know, your feelings matter. Um, and that your feelings are actually giving you guidance from within. And we, we were actually taught the opposite. We were taught to, to not to notice our feelings and to please other people. And that's kind of what you're talking about. We're sort of programmed from an early age to have our antennas pointed outward and to pick up our cues from other people rather than to be centered in self. So how do we start to to turn that around? Mm. Because it feels to me that without that kind of, I don't know if that's emotional intelligence or what that is, but without that kind of understanding, it would be very difficult to very, receive discernment for ourselves. Yes, it's very, very, again, I, I work on a daily basis as you do. I, I work as a coach and a therapist. So I talk to people every single day and, uh, I've been doing it for many, many years, and everyone who comes to me is in some kind of crisis, seeking guidance. So, so it's a major, major, major challenge for everyone. Uh, everyone wants to, you know, find out, you know, what's the best course of action for me? What should I do? How should I feel? What should I? Cho- I mean, and and today, with the online bombardment of information, you can say we have this information overload. We are getting so much input from other people, other sources. So getting in touch with our own guidance is really, really, really difficult for people. So I suggest to clients and I suggest in this new book that to begin by just trying to be mindful. I have what I call the inner compass exercise in the book. Just try to be mindful in the course of your day and stop up every once in a while and and actually ask yourself, how does this situation feel to me? How does this person actually feel to me? Uh, And again, I know it sounds really, really simple, and I call this truth telling, but I have discovered that it's so difficult for most people to do, to be actually, to be honest and answer the question, how does it feel? Because what people do is immediately they they worry about the consequences. Oh, if I'm going to really be honest about how I feel about this person or this situation, that means I have to do something about it. So I have to take action or, you know, people will be displeased if I want something else than, than what they want. So it's very, very, very difficult to do. So So therefore, I always say to people when I introduce them to this concept, just do it for the sake of you. Don't just drop the whole idea that I have to do something about what I discover. I have to act on what I'm feeling, but just sort of get used to actually telling yourself the truth. Hmm. And that's, that is, it sounds simple, but in practice could open up a lot of wonderful self-exploration. What is my mm. life like when I tell myself the truth? Not to even to get started on what's my relationship or my job or my, but what's my life exactly. like, my inner life like when I begin yeah. to tell the truth? 
It's fascinating. Exactly. It's, it's so, but it's really, really radical. I mean, I, I can see that people who actually dare the, the transformation, the self, it's like the path of self-discovery. It's just so, I mean, really, really radical for a lot of people. They really start to realize that they never, ever did that, that they never were real, because it's always, you know, it's, it's the should voice. That's what comes up in the beginning for most people. I should like this, or I should feel like this. And then I always say, well, if it's, if as soon as the word should comes into the equation, we're not talking about the inner compass anymore. The inner compass is the readout, the honest readout of your relationship to who you truly are. That's it. it that The reason why I call it the, 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 the inner comp- a compass is because it's like, when the compass is pointing north, then you're in alignment. When when the when the when the feeling is passion, when the feeling is excitement, when the feeling is peace, satisfaction, harmony, joy, all these good feeling, we're we're, we're the, the compass is pointing north. We feel good, and all the other emotions are the compass is is not pointing north anymore. And so it's a, it's a it's a clear indicator of where we are in relation to the great universal intelligence, in relation to source, the God force that created all of us. And as we are in connection with that inner compass, my assumption is that that connection is always on, always available, and Mm. it's up to us how often we check. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I said to people, that's why I have this inner compass exercise, which sounds really simple that just check in with your inner compass. But it is a kind of mindfulness to, to, to be able to, because it's true what you're saying. The inner compass is always on. It's not like you can turn it off. We're always getting information. It, the, the, the really, the only question that we need to answer is, are we listening? And so this being mindful is, is actually I'm listening in. I'm listening in. There's an intelligence that's far greater than mine, which created all of this, including me. And so the inner compass is actually our direct connection to the God force in us. But it's only available to us when we tune into it. Mm. So like many gifts or many part of the delightful paradox of our incarnation here in earth school like many divine gifts it is always available but we have to be the ones who look at it who put it into action we have to bring our attention to it and focus on it and and kind of make that commitment to um to work with it you're Mm -hmm. listening to out of the fog and i'm talking with barbara Berger. her new book is find and follow your inner compass and you can find out more about barbara and her work and the book at beamteam.com. That's B-E-A-M-T-E-A-M.com. So if this is always available and all we need to, to do is look at it, what happens when we don't, when we consistently don't? Uh, how does that work out? Well, you could say that what happens is that the inner compass is always giving us this signal. I, I, in the book, I, I, I divide it up. It's either comfort or discomfort. That's the, all the good feelings and emo- emotions are the comfort signal. It feels good. And all the not so good, the, the distress signal is the, the discomfort, the not so good feeling emotions. So they're, go, they're there all the time. But okay, so we've been programmed to be a people pleaser or to be over responsible for other people or whatever we're doing where we're not 
taking these signals into consideration. We're trying to ignore them or we haven't discovered them. What happens then? The signals don't go away. They actually get louder. And so, again, if you, I notice because I coach people, by the time people come for uh, so coaching sessions or therapy with me, the, 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 the distress signals are really, really loud. They're, they're re- so in other words, first you have mildly unpleasant emotions and the, then they get stronger. Then people begin to be, you know, have anxiety or they, they feel overwhelmed or they're, they're depressed. Or, I mean, so in other words, the signal gets louder. It doesn't go away. And then if we still don't pay attention to it, then it's actually, it's sort of the mind-body connection. Then we start to also get physical symptoms, you know, headache, stomach ache, muscle tension. In other words, it becomes a physical manifestation. And usually in the beginning, those kind of physical symptoms, they move around. It's not the same every day. But after a while, if we still don't notice what's going on with us, these signals get even louder. And then we get so-called dis-ease. We get a a label that we have this or this sickness. So it's always going on. It's only a question about where are we on this learning curve? So what's the difference between the inner compass and intuition, because the way you're talking about feeling into that, is this right, has a lot in common with the way that I think of working with my own intuition. So what's the difference? A lot of people ask me that question. So so just to explain what I mean. So as far as I understand, intuition is our ability to plug in, to tune into information. In other words, as far as I can see, all the information in, in the entire universe is fully available to us here and now. And it's here and now because there is only now. So in other words, there are different thought streams. There are different vibrational frequencies that all the information is here. It's a question about what do we tune into? What do we plug into? And we can plug into all kinds of frequencies. We can plug into very high information, high frequency, loving information, and we can also plug into the lower frequencies, violence and, and, and very dark thinking. And so intuition is that ability, as far as I understand. And the difference, what I mean by the inner compass, it is discernment. In other words, are we able to judge what we're plugging into? And and the inner compass lets us do that because we have this how does it feel mechanism. In other words, if you plug into a very low frequency to very dark energy, it doesn't feel good. So so it it lets you know what you're plugging into. I, I have had several clients who have come to me who have said, you know, they heard a voice or they had intuition or they they got guidance to do something that didn't feel good and who acted upon the guidance and who have said to me afterwards, if I had only understood uh, that I had an inner compass, I would have paid more attention to how this information actually felt to me at the time. Yes. So that, that's, that's the difference in any way. What I mean by the inner compass and just randomly plugging into, I mean, you, you, you're also a very intuitive woman. And you know that you can plug into different energy frequencies. Well, and that and that we also have that ability to discern and act. So what I tell my intuitive development students is, whatever you receive, 
you acknowledge it, you say thank you, and then the good part. Then you discern. This mm. is what I've received, and I've received guidance, and here's what it fit. But now I discern. Do I want to put this into action? How does this feel to me? Does this feel right? Does this feel wrong? Does it something I need to do now? Is it something I can do five years from now? Because at least in what I do and the, and the people who I'm working with, people who are waking up intuitively, sometimes mm-hmm. their intuition wakes up in ways that feel scary. So yeah. in ways that would hit that inner compass in a way that would go, no, I'm sorry, this is discomfort. This isn't good. This is not an alignment. And I guide mm-hmm. people really strongly pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Your discernment is one of your biggest tools. Exactly. Good, good. Okay, so we're definitely on the same page. Because you're, the, the key thing that you said was the key thing that I'm saying, too, is how does it feel? Yeah. And that the ability to trust this inner knowing, we all have it. We all do know. I mean, in other words, it's not a mystery. We know that love feels good and we know what anger feels like. We know they feel different. We know the difference between um, feeling peace, joy, and feeling fear and anxiety. I mean, we're, it, it's like, it's, we don't have to learn that it's built in. I'm thinking a lot about relationship. And one of the questions that people ask me often in my practice is I'm in a relationship where I am not happy. I don't feel happy. I'm having those discomfort feelings at whatever level. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for my partner to change. Mm. Right. What should I do? So what is the inner compass? You already know the answer, right? Um, so what is this teaching, this working with the inner compass? How can that help when we are making decisions or trying to feel into how we are in relationship to another person? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the whole second part of, of this new book of mine is about how do we deal with uh, other people? How do we f- deal with fear of dis- disapproval from other people? How do we deal with, you know, our tendencies to be people pleasers, overly responsible for others? So so this is a huge, huge issue, <laughs> Karen, that everyone is struggling with. So so what I'm what I'm trying to help people do, first of all, is to get real about the setup of this life experience. And by that, I mean, looking at the nature of reality. And, and, th- and that is that we are separate individuals, separate folk, folk, focus points in the field of consciousness. You're you and you're in you and you have your thoughts and your emotions based on your background, your childhood, the programming you received and all of these different influences that and then the level of your soul evolution that have formed your point of view today, the way you interpret events and therefore the way you experience whatever you're presented with. The same is true of me. I'm me. I have my background, the programming I, I received, my background, my childhood, all these things that form me and which determine the way I interpret whatever's going on. So, so, And this is true of every single person that we meet. So no matter what our relationship is, the reality is we're all having our own subjective experience of whatever's going on. So, so we have different experiences and therefore we have different ideas. We have different opinions. I mean, people, we have, everybody's got their whole thing, their own thing. So we disagree about a really a lot of stuff. So if we can see that that's true, then the, then the real question is how can we navigate respectfully and constructively in terms of the way things really are. 
And if we go, and I do a lot of couple coaching also. So in terms of relationships, couple relationships, I mean, first of all, the reality is people are the way they are. And I always say that if couples are, if they don't have mutual shared ground, in other words, if they don't have shared values, if they don't have shared interests, if, if they're very, very far away from each other in terms of their interests and values, it is really challenging to be in a couple relationship. So that's sort of one of the things that you need to look at pretty much from the beginning. But then the next thing is, if that's the case and people are very different and we happen to be in a relationship, can we create a safe space where we can discuss our differences respectfully and hopefully find workable solutions, workable compromises that we're both willing to do. And, and if you can't, then it's time probably to go your separate ways. And so it sounds like you're, uh, well, you're talking about how I think we only, as objective as we try to be, we are always seeing through our own lens. Always, always. In other words, I always say, you know, that there is what I call reality. In other words, reality is whatever's going on. The event, the circumstance, the people, whatever's arising in your experience, that's the reality. But then you have your interpretation of what this event, what this person means to you. And your interpretation is what determines your experience, not the event itself. But if you, in other words, if something happens and you think it's good, then you'll be pretty happy about it. And if something happens and you think it's less good, you'll be less happy about it. And if you, you can test this observation, you can see if there's the same event and you have 10 different people, you will probably have 10 different experiences of the exact same event. So, so therefore we can see that it's not the event itself, it's, it's, the, it's each person's interpretation of what this means to them personally. And it also makes me feel like that inner compass, that expression of universal divine intelligence must be individual to each one of us that we are all perceiving in in a different way. Well, you could say that the the thing about the inner compass, the connection to, you could say the great universal intelligence, it's always based on my guidance is not, in other words, based on who I am, what my stage of development is, where I am in terms of my soul journey. And the same is true of you. So, so we, you and I, we could be standing in, in the same situation and the guidance that you're getting could be different than the guidance I'm getting. And, it, we're, and again, we're not talking about right or wrong here. We're talking about guidance, which is relational. It's in relation to who you really are and where you are in your evolution. And my guidance is in relationship to who I really am and where I am in my evolution. So, so there's no one size fits all here. There's no universal s- solution that works for everyone. It's, it's, it depends. Oh, it's wonderful. Now, I know we're just getting right up to the end of our time. Can you let the listeners know about your website and about what you're up to and what's coming up for you? Uh, thank you very much for giving me an opportunity to talk about it. I'd like to say to the listeners that if you're interested in my work, at the moment we are giving away a free ebook of mine called The Mental Laws, Understanding the Way the Mind Works, which is more about what I was just talking about, the way our minds work, the way we interpret what's going on, and what we, how we can use this 
understanding of this mechanism to, to live happier lives. So if you go into the website Beam Team, B-E-A-M-T-E-A-M.com, on the first page you'll see the, the, the offer for the free ebook. So click on that and we'll send you one. Uh, and otherwise, if you, uh, uh, Skype is a great thing. If anyone would like to have a session with me or go to c- coaching therapy, contact me and we'll set up a time and we'll have a chat and I'll do what I can to help you with this information. That is wonderful. Skype is a great thing. It's connecting us. You are in Denmark, correct? Right. I'm in Copenhagen, Denmark. So I'm across the wide ocean from the United States. Technology is great. We are all together in this. Well, and a reminder, I think that thing I always say that time and distance are no barrier to energy, Mm -hmm. that we make those connections. We come together in the way that makes sense in the way that is right. So that's Mm. wonderful. Barbara, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me and keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. That is Barbara Berger. Her new book is Find and Follow Your Inner Compass. And for more about Barbara, for more about her work and the book and to get that free ebook about the mental laws, understanding the way the mind works, head over to beamteam.com. That's B-E-A-M T-E-A-M.com. And my website is KarenHager.com. If you'd like to book a private intuitive session to kind of get into your own guidance so that I can hold the light while you take a look at what's going on in your life, in your heart, on your path, you can get that information at KarenHager.com. And there's always classes and events and you can find out what's happening on the radio show. All that is right there at KarenHager.com. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world And a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.